Hey everybody, welcome to the NoFold Podcast, your favorite podcast for while you're exporting your new hit single. I am your host, Ezekiel, and I am joined by none other than... The Matt Floyd. And listen, in this segment of NoFold, I wanted to give you some news, okay? Recently, Call Her Daddy, the famous podcast... Mm -hmm. Number five on Spotify was just acquired for $60 million, three-year contract. Pretty exciting. Don't need to say more. Outside of that, Corinna Koff on June 9th released her OnlyFans 6 9 Kind of funny, not going to lie. Bro. And found out that in 48 hours, she made over a million dollars. A million dollars. And you want to know where I found this information from, Matt Floyd? Where did you find this information from? Just David Dobrik's newest vlog. The man is back. The, he's 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 pumping content out now. Yes, as of as of an hour ago, David Dobrik Whoa. just uploaded a vlog, and I gotta say, I'm I don't know how to feel about it. I feel uncomfortable. I think I'm going through puberty again, <laughs> all over again, bro. When you told me, actually, I was in the middle of a meeting. This is how busy of the day it was. It's been crazy. But you literally, I, I get a message from Zeke that's in all caps. David Dobrik has posted a vlog. Go watch now. And I was like. And I'm like on the call trying to think business, but in the back of my head, I'm like, I just want to like research and do everything, but I'm like listening to a Google Meet call and I'm like, I can't do both. Watching that video, it's literally the bread and butter. He went back to his vlog style. Mm -hmm. There's no different. Like, did you see anything different than like what he's like not, like maybe he's not mentioned yet, but it's like there have been anything that stuck out in that first episode right there that you're like, whoa. I, uh, yes. Um, I think the jokes were a lot tamer. Mm, I think, yeah. I think you can tell he's kind of dancing. I, yeah. Like when the, when at the very end of the vlog, when Jonah and Susie are going back and forth and they're like, kill yourself. No, you kill yourself. Oh, we're going to get to monetize because I was in the first minute. It's going to bleep that out. <laughs> no, this, uh, is, this is over but, a minute. This is over a minute. But, um, I told, I did not expect that. Like I legitimately like went, whoa. Cause I did yeah. not expect him to like bring up something like so edgy so fast and yeah. like a vlog, but I also just think it's his style. Like that's just how he is. Yeah. And honestly, like. I'm just putting myself out there. The situation with the the current vlog setup and that whole like like that whole thing that went down is wrong. No way out it. He's also a human that deserves like understanding and he knows he messed up. And he spent his time, I feel like a good amount of time to the point where a lot of people unfollowed him like yourself, like stop following him. Yeah. So he, like, I feel like he's kind of, like, stepped out of the scene, understood what's going on, evaluated, and, like, to his credit, I didn't think he was going to sit around and not do anything ever again. I knew it was just a matter of time. So, like, for him to post his vlog is not, like, it's a surprise that it's done in just a random time, and now it's Tuesdays, and that's, like, he has, like, what, what's the timeline that they have now for posting videos? Oh, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. So, like, that was the only random thing that caught me off guard, but besides him making a vlog, I knew he was going to go back to a vlog or some kind of video format because that is who he is. He's a creator. That's what he does is make movies, make short videos, episodes. He loves storytelling. So, I don't think he's going to ever do away with that. So from him to post this is nothing like crazy for me. It's just more of like, he's back. It's like the, like if you, if, if maybe this is above your head, Saved by the Bell. Sort of. Oh my God. One of the best shows of all time. Saved by the Bell. It's like 
seven, eight seasons go by, and then they do like a college reunion one. And then they do like like all these other videos. So it's like it's fun because it's almost like episodic over time. You're like, oh wow, this was the early stages. This is what David was. This is what he filmed. A little bit controversial, a little bit edgy, a little bit out there. And now I think he's in that next chapter of like vlogs, similar to like uh, Logan Paul doing the podcast. Like he's starting to turn a new leaf and he's like, okay, I can still do this kind of content, but now I'm way more aware of what's actually going on. So I feel like he's going to continue to pump these things out like how he normally does week to week, but it's going to be a lot more thought out processing rather than thought out creative. It's going to be thought out of like the end result of everything. Yeah. So I, I'm excited. Some people are like, I don't want to ever watch a video of his again. I'm like, okay, cool. Like that's your own opinion. But my opinion is like, I love that shit. Like, I love the vlog. I love, like, the craziness. You know what's going to happen. So, for me, it was almost like I, my heart kind of got happy because it was like... Okay. It's nostalgic. Yeah. But then he's also, like, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Like, who... Like, the vlog wasn't a bad thing. It was just the situation from a vlog. Not the vlog itself. The vlog itself created happy moments for millions of people all over the world every single week. It was just a situation that went wrong and no one addressed it. No one knew how to address it and no one wanted to speak up. So that's what went wrong was the situation, not the, the entity, the creative thing itself, the vlog. There was nothing wrong with that. People do that every day. That's like their way of you looking into their life. I think that's super cool. So for me, I'm happy that he's back. I'm happy that he's able to find this and he's not going to be like not ever doing anything creative again because of one big mistake. Granted, like it is a big mistake but he learned and I feel like he can come back from it. So thoughts, thoughts. Uh, I mean, for me, I think for one, um, for one, I thought it was crazy. If you realize, if you think about David Dobrik and his timeline, he asked Corinna cop, how much money did you make in your first 48 hours? She started her only fans on June 9th, meaning he can only ask that question on June 11th, which means he cranked out this vlog in four days. Outside of who knows, the timeline could be like mix mash and he could have yeah. gone to Hawaii before. I don't think he did because that's just like his culture. Like I guarantee he just went, I in two weeks, I'm going to make a vlog. And then he just went for it. And that's just how he operates. You know, it doesn't like yeah. plan things out super crazy. <laughs> um, but I thought it was really interesting. Um, vlog was good for me. I feel like it was like nostalgia, but also like basically I feel like for me, someone who like is more like sometimes can be critical. I feel like I was watching, like waiting for that moment. I feel like for the next couple of weeks, I feel like a lot of his fan base and critics will be watching for probably the whole summer, seeing if he's actually like gonna change, which I think is gonna be interesting. Um, I did think it was interesting though, that the one song that had like actual vocals was um, it, I just the iconic Walt Jonas running naked. Love is good, love is strong. We're gonna get right back to where we started from. I think he was really, really intentional with that song because he could have put a million different songs in there but i feel like he like wanted to make it clear whether consciously or subconsciously to the viewer that like i'm going back to my roots yep um and i thought that was like like uh i was talking with another person who i watched it with you know as of 30 minutes ago <laughs> and he was like yeah he just filmed it with just the vlog squad there's like no guests no special people it's just the vlog squad and that like reaffirmed like what i was thinking like he's like he essentially is starting from like square one like as creators you start from square zero he got there his whole career tanked and he's essentially like coming back 
from the very beginning and he's gonna try to like build himself back up in a way because i feel like we're gonna see a lot of like family friendly it's like david dobrik so not really family friendly like probably like 16 and above content but i also because i feel like he wants to get some of his brands back oh yeah i i I just don't think he will you know like youtube pulled out or not youtube sorry coca-cola pulled out of youtube in 2015 and they haven't come back since they probably lost like billions of dollars and they don't care now why did coca-cola do that uh the adpocalypse the first one but I feel like I feel like a lot of brands. I feel like Ian from SeatGeek wants wants David back. But I feel like the whole brand as a whole is going to be like mm, he's like we'll watch him this summer, see how he does. Yeah, I feel like Chipotle won't take him back. I yeah. feel, I, but I feel like there's like I don't know about you, but I don't know how much YouTube you watch nowadays. Um, but like there's a lot of Every like. Day. Exactly. Um, but there's a lot of like Adam and Eve is like mm-hmm. running through the space right now, mm-hmm. which is a, this is a sex toy brand. Um, and I feel like the beginning of creation, Exactly. the other one. (laughs) Um, but I feel like, I feel like we'll probably see a David Dobrik, Adam and Eve, like collab sponsorship type thing. We'll probably see him working with those type of brands, Mm -hmm. you know, moving forward. We will probably never see him in a Nickelodeon's kids choice awards ever again. Yeah. We'll never like that. Those days are over and that is understood by everybody. I think it's understood by him too. Yeah, I really think. Well, I mean, like, everybody I, includes him. Yeah, but like, I'm, I, I don't think he's gonna even try to attempt to go after those brands. I think this is gonna be a new David in the essence of like, when Logan Paul, like this last week, hearing him about the fight and the breakdown of how everything went, it was really cool on his podcast that he talked about how fighters, some fighters are very, very underpaid, like UFC. Yeah, why do you have this mask on? Do you think I'm going to like give you oh, something? Oh, it was genuinely because I was standing at the bottom of your stairs waiting to get into your apartment, not dissing the apartment or not dissing you, but I'm dissing kind of the apartment I was sitting there and and dude, I like turned cuz there was a person I didn't want to make eye contact with them, turned, got the biggest whiff of who knows what came out of someone's body, and I threw that mask on and I was like I am not taking this in. And then it just kind of stayed on. <laughs> Yo, because, that's like worse than COVID nineteen, <laughs> dude. Straight up, that's <laughs> pro- that's probably where it started, right there in that corner. And I, I, I was I was not prepared for it. Some kind of just smell that you're like, dude, that's not human, <laughs> it, dude. It was human, but Portland Portland has this way of producing some of the weirdest. This is very smells. true, very true of all places. But back to the point, it was uh. It was cool for him to break down on the podcast that the fighters, a lot of UFC fighters are very underpaid. And when it can consider that like other sports, like unless you're a prize fighter, like a lot of the, the industry as a whole is very underpaid. And he thought it was cool that like certain art, uh, certain fighters are now starting to do more content creation and like going into that whole segment. And I was like, this is really cool because he's able to like turn a new leaf come back from the whole Japan situation, make a vlog eh, here and there. I, and then from that vlog started a podcast and that podcast has become one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And now he's fighting and doing like UFC stuff. So I think boxing stuff, not UFC stuff. They want to do UFC. No, they, they don't, they don't like, they don't like Dana White. Yeah, Jake Paul hates Dana White. Yeah, they hate him. They don't hate the organization. They just hate him because well, he's he runs the creator the of exactly. the organization. Yeah. yeah, but like he, they want to fight people like that. Like they want to like they're they're talking about how aggressive they are now. All of a sudden, they're like, I want to fight everyone. I want more fights. And so, 
I think it's going to be like a UFC fighter punching one of them in the face and being like, I don't want any more fights. I don't want any more fights. Yeah. But, but the uh, difference I think between uh, David and Logan is I think that like David is, I feel like he's always been in that like video sector, mm-hmm. and especially with getting canceled. Like it took yeah. Logan like three years before he got back on no, three, four, about four years before, or I guess it was three because it was at the end of 2017 God, to so get long. on to WrestleMania, which mm-hmm. was his first well, WrestleMania and The Masked Singer, they were at the same yeah. time. But that was like his first time back in mainstream media. Um, and I, I think, well, David's big thing is that's where he wanted to go. But I think he was already towards like pivoting towards like staying online. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll just pivot into that like harder. Yeah. But I think da- or Logan's a little bit different because he went for like pivoting entirely. Like he basically just like took YouTube <laughs> growing to God, like godly numbers so fast and said, Okay, I'm not gonna keep doing that, but I'm just gonna take that experience and apply it somewhere else. I feel mm-hmm. like David's just gonna be like, well, this is what I like to do, and I don't want to be a, a boxer. I don't want to pivot into something come totally different and use my skills. I just want to yeah. keep making videos. But, but do you think he's gonna make like a whole new set style of video though? Like I think right now it's just like people are wanting something, and I think he even wanted something. Like he hasn't mit- produced anything in a I while. I feel like and the you don't, vlog- just, you don't turn that off. Like you yeah. can't just stop producing. Like you're still gonna want to produce, even though like that whole situation happens. So like, I I believe that this next like couple of weeks are just gonna be the itch that he wasn't able to fully scratch until now. I think I think the vlogs are gonna be so much different. I think they. I think he put this out. He put in one edgy joke on purpose to see how people would respond, and from there you're basically gonna see this, like. I don't, I, again, we, we, there's no podcast, you know, there's no in-depth like Mm -hmm. part to know more about this, but I feel like if he doesn't have like a checks and balances or an HR department, I feel like he like probably recruited like a couple people to be his checks and balances and he's using the audience as his checks and balances. So Mm -hmm. if they're like, Hey, didn't like that joke where they were talking about like killing themselves. He just won't include that content. Like, you know, like if you notice a lot of the stuff in there was tame, like they went to Hawaii like it wasn't them getting drunk; it was Zayn getting pushed over, you know, or just like like the OnlyFans, which is just a platform at the end of the day, and like the driving the wagon thing. Like it was very, very tame outside of that last little bit. So I feel like he kept it in there so people get to the very end. His dedicated fans will see that part and then go, "I I like that," or "I didn't like that." Yeah, I don't. That's tough, man. Like I'm I'm just happy that he's back. I'm happy that. It looks like they're they're back into like you saw on their faces. Granted, now I know like all of them are because they're gonna make a bunch of money again. Yeah, but at the same time, like to see your friend who has put you on, pretty much he put all of them on, and to see someone like that literally plummet down to zero, and then start to come back, it makes you feel good. It makes you be like, man, awesome. Like, I'm happy for you. Like, I'm excited because, like, he was the one that literally put all of those people on to make them do their own things. Now, granted, they've all been kind of doing their own things here and there and doing, like, what they can. But, like, for them, it's like that return back to, like, square one where they all started. They were, I feel like they were genuinely excited for him. Like, even, like, Jason was like, wait, you're vlogging? You're, wait, you're vlogging this? Like, what? Like, there was that kind of excitement because that's what they started on. That's what they all knew him as. And so for them, him not to do that at all for such a long period of time, and he, he's the one that put them all on, 
kind of makes him feel not bad, but just like, man, like this sucks. Cause that was one of my friends and like, he's the one that got us all here. And now he's the one like spending time in jail. So to be, and I'm still doing my thing over here now that he's finally out and he's kind of doing his thing again. I feel good for him. And it's not like, it's not like he's doing bad things. It's just back to what he was normally doing. And I think that's just like overall excitement as a friend, just like if you were to like stop doing something one day and then literally put it down for like solid couple months and then get back to it. And you're like, I'm excited. And you're like, yo, I'm excited for you. Like, that's awesome. That's what you want to do. So I'm, I'm excited that he's doing this. The podcast is just, or the podcast, we have to wait and see what they all actually think about it, what he thinks about it. Um, I think there is an HR team there now. I think there's someone that's like constantly watching. There's probably like an outsider reviewing the videos. Yeah. Like none of the vlog squad, because the vlog squad is going to be like, yeah, post it. Or like, because they're just in the moment. There's going to be someone that's just like, I guess this person is like, maybe I, I, I feel like this person that, or the, the people that are watching the video and reviewing it don't watch YouTube videos. And they're like, I think like it's someone that I think it's someone that watches universe. YouTube. I think it's someone that understands David's content and understands yeah. like who he is, but also like is someone that David trusts enough to be like, okay, don't include comedian. this jokes, but it's fine if you include like that joke about them, like saying like, oh, I'm gonna kill myself or whatever. Yeah. I think it's comedian. Probably, I yeah. really think because think about comedians, especially in today's society. They're the type of people that can easily say the worst thing ever and destroy their career in one line. Or they play that line so well that they become that comedian that is kind of edgy all of a sudden. Yeah, so it's probably like, not probably directly, you know, like, you're not going to see yeah, you're not gonna Andrew see Schultz out. sitting exactly. there watching it, but probably like someone like right-hand man sort yeah, of thing. That is like knows humor. Dave knows Chappelle's assistant. Bro. It's got to be someone. It's like it's got to be a legend. Like, granted, David has money. He didn't. He lost a lot of money, but he still has money. So he's definitely probably paying this person or whatever group good amount of money to review this stuff and be like, "Hey, make sure this is legit." And if I cross the line, let me know because they're going to be the ones that know if you cross the line or not. Of yeah. all people, other people are going to be like, "Oh my god, that's like horrible." Like you said, even that one joke about killing myself. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like that's horrible." Like, yeah. But there's also comedians that like use that as like pivotal points within their own like stories and storytelling yeah. as comedian stuff. So I feel like it's someone that lives that line of edginess and has been doing it for a long time. And it's like, yo, this is the line you can't cross. Not yet. Yeah. Maybe eventually once people see more and more of your content and see this kind of like you said, the elusive one or two like low blow punches that are like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. If he does enough of those, I feel like that's when he's going to find his lane. And then that's going to be David's style. Just like Logan didn't do kid stuff anymore. Like for a while he was doing all these challenges. Now he doesn't do those challenges. When he started back, he was actually like doing crazy, crazy big stunts to get the views or like completely off topic stuff that he has never done before. And yeah. Like, Oh wow. Okay, cool. But like, he doesn't care anymore. He's just like, yeah, I, I say what I want, do what I want, and that's it. Same thing like his brother. So I feel like we're gonna see Jay or David like that. Not right now, but eventually evolve into that lane of like, hey, I did this, up, learned my lesson. Now I'm doing this. I'm not doing something completely different. I'm not gonna be like a fighter. I'm not gonna be like a blackjack dealer or something like that i'm gonna still be doing content online but it's gonna be in this kind of genre and it's just gonna be how it is and either people are gonna love it or hate it 
and that's the end of the day. Either way, he's still going to be putting out those videos. True. I also so. think we're going to see him pivot in the way that he makes his money. Because if you notice at the end yeah. of the video, the only thing that he promoted was that there's going to be new vlogs every Tuesday and his podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it was one more thing, but I don't remember it. Um, but he always would always at the end, he'd be like, buy the merch, whatever, you know, like there'd be the, you know, the quick, the classic David, like yeah, quick, quick flash of yeah. stuff. Um, and then like, of course, he's not going to be making money from like doing the dodgeball tournament hosting or any of that stuff. I think we're going to see like a big probably pivot into like a new brand, maybe. I mean, he stepped away from Dispo. If yeah. he if he promotes Dispo, Dispo will fail if he promotes it. Like, <laughs> is Dispo still alive? Yeah, it's it is. it's still like a it's gonna it's gonna become like a Tumblr, a hundred percent. Like a I can see like that. a big but really niche social media. Yeah. Um, not Tumblr as in the way of like furry porn, but <laughs> like, wait, 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 you can't just say that and just fly by that. Like that you, what is this? Tumblr is a Tumblr. Tumblr is basically just a porn site now. Are you serious? Yeah. That's why, they, that's why no one like posts there anymore. Oh, okay. It just, I, I just, it I, just I, over I, time just devolved. Okay, yeah. I mean, like, same thing like Twitter. Like, anyone and anyone can post anything they want on Twitter now. Like, I feel like that's, like, how that platform is. But the Tumblr is just like, you, you have to post that. Yeah, it's that's just, just image. the vibe. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. At first, I thought you said furry porn. I was like. That's, what, that's exactly what I said. Oh, you did say that. I thought you were <laughs> just talking about porn in general. <laughs> Whoa, okay. All right, cool. I did hear right. Wow. Okay, that's something I did not know. But on that topic, I think David Dobrik yeah. will be in his own like lane, you know, and whatever that means, you know, maybe David Dobrik only fans, you know, maybe we'll see Corinna and David finally going at it, you know, big bro, big collab, was, bro. I would die of all because she she's been trying to get with him for years now. Exactly. But now, but that was because of his money. Now she has more money. Yeah, it's true. So you could tell she was kind of like, eh, whatever. Dude. Ima- imagine whatever. it though. She's just on Twitter. You're scrolling through and then you see double D gets the double D's. You know what I mean? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's game. That's game. It's over. Instant. Another $5 million. Bro, there's going to be brands from the wazoo coming from like overseas being like, yo, here's our money. Take it. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh my gosh. Bro, get the double D's. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's that's clever. I, props to you. That was good. It's going to be pretty quick. great. Let's click. But like overall, I, I'm happy that he's doing the videos. I'm happy that he's getting out there and doing stuff. I think he's going to continue to blow up just as much as all these other creators are. And I, th- you're going to see, I feel like, more chapters and more differences within videos across all all content like i think because of david because of logan because of these other people really getting like found and been like almost canceled to the point where they won't come back i feel like there's going to be a wave of creators like i can't wait to see 2021 in review because i feel like like he was such a big monument for 2020 and so it's just like one of those things that like when you see stuff like that happen you're just like oh like it affects the whole platform Mm -hmm. and i feel like people are going to upload videos now in a very different way one either i don't care youtube what you do what you say who says what nelk boy style we're making our own money 
or vice versa. And it's like you are bowing down to the YouTube gods every week, praying that they don't find something or someone doesn't comment or on you're something. somewhere in the middle. Exactly. Or you're right in the middle and you're just like mm, mediocre content. But I want to try this, but I feel like it's just too much. Like it's going to be a constant. And I think it's only on YouTube. TikTok's not there. YouTube or not YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Nah. But I think YouTube is that one platform where it's like you're either hot, cold. If you're lukewarm, you kind of like ah, you can't really grow. You get you have it. hits and you have hits and misses. Exactly, you'll hit that cap. Right now, TikTokers are leaning on more on the the troublesome side of YouTube, whereas like good golden YouTubers like Ryan's Toy Review is going to continue to freaking blow up every week, and people are like. We need to end Ryan's toy review. He's taking over the world slowly and surely. Hey man, he's Bro. making millions of dollars. Bro. So. How old is he? Eight? I think so. His parents we we can make a whole episode talking about Ryan's toy review, but his parents are just like the yeah. probably some of the smartest people on YouTube. I think Elon Musk. You know he only is works an hour room. a week? Oh yeah. I believe it. Like he's a kid. What is he gonna do? He's gonna film in front of the camera. But his parents they're like they're up there and like i feel like they're like illuminati style like they're like flying all these people in and they're like well what should we do about this and they're like yeah yeah and the ryan has no idea that all these meetings are going on i think they're meeting with like presidents like mayors officials high up in government and they're like we should try this we should try this but low-key do this because have you ever watched a ryan's toy review Watched like full one exactly like three years ago exactly that's the whole point no one watches that stuff but kids. And it's funny when the little things in those videos that like, you're like, should he be saying that? Or is that okay? Or why is my like five-year-old watching this? And they love him to the point where they treat him like a god. Like people are like, Ryan, sorry for you. Oh my God, we got to get that. Like, bro, don't tell me that there's not some legit person coming into their house or into their studio and being like, we do this, millions of dollars. We do this, not millions of dollars. Do this, every kid will bow down to your kid. Probably. I feel like because none of us, I haven't watched a video. I haven't watched a Ryan's Toy Review. I just see it. But then I look at the money and I'm like, jeez. Like, Kids content's crazy, but we'll have to get into it into bro. another episode. So I'll have to do some more research. Yeah, There's this one channel I know about. Uh, I think they're called like Nico and Vinny. They hit they went from Jake and Josh kind of reboot. They were like, they're five and eight or whatever. They're siblings. They went uh-huh. from 10 to 50 mil in like a year. One of their video, two of their, one or two of their videos has a billion views. Exactly. Exactly. But it's, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. That, yeah. Like, kids nowadays, it's going to be a whole new level of content on YouTube. Speaking of that kind of content, freaking NFTs. Yeah, we said it. NFTs. I know everyone's talking <laughs> about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Floyd with the Bro. award of the worst segue on a podcast. Well, what are you going to do? I want to Speaking talk of about children this. on YouTube. No, like a, non-fungible like tokens. Like creative stuff that doesn't make sense. NFTs. That's what I'm saying. They're a dumpster fire. Yeah, but I'm saying like we, last week thing, like, we talked content. about rich people dumpster fires. Going. This week we're talking about like Mark Cuban's dumpster fire, bro. Literally, actually, oh my goodness! Did Those, you know about his Twitter thing? 
<laughs> Mark, Explain to the people if they don't understand. Oh, well, you're, you're good at this. audio listeners love you to death. Video listeners, wow, am I right? Wow. But um, Mark Cuban on Twitter or endorsed a bot on Twitter that you could, if someone posted an image, you could just at the bot and it would automatically turn that into an NFT. So a bunch of people were stealing art left and right. And Mark Cuban was just so down for this. Twitter ended up deleting, or Twitter ended up like blocking the account, deleting it because of the fact that so many pieces of like create or like artists were just getting stolen and like sold for money of probably thousands of dollars, like hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars. No, it was a couple, couple big item pieces that but were sold i think nfts were a fad like jenny i'll, I'll probably talk make a youtube video about it but i think nfts flew through the everyone just has so much freaking money now that people are just willing to just drop a bunch of money i think you'll because of because of the like spike of how hard nfts hit yes i feel like a couple like people stuff might hold some value mm -hmm. for the future but like a majority of nfts are falling under the category of why the frick does this exist? And yeah. why why do we need... Like, at the end of the day, the people that have studied NFTs and still don't like them say it best, you're paying for a receipt. That's it. Like, you don't you don't get a hold anything. That's why it's called a non-fungible, non I think. Um, yeah, non-fungible token. Or non-fungible means that it can't be reproduced. Yes. But it's digital, so you can't hold it. There you go, that's the word. Um, and it's like... You can't put it on your shelf. You can't like do anything special with it. You literally are just like you own it. You own a, you own you own that one kind of because anyone can watch the clip that you bought. Anyone can watch yeah. like you know, you can't hide it per se. And it's it's a weird thing. Mm -hmm. And also I feel like for me personally, kind of again, it's not the sixties. I'm not a hippie, but for the environmental impact 60s. of NFTs cracked. Oh, like yeah. literally, like if if NFTs continued at the pace that they were when they were at peak, dude, we would probably use like three times the amount of energy of the country of New Zealand. We already use one times that amount. Like it's it's like the whole. I'm I'm just honestly genuinely upset that the scammers finally got to crypto because I was really happy they didn't for ten years. Oh, yeah. Tw almost 20. But, like, dude, all these new, like, like NFTs is a big one. Yep. Altcoins, dude. Like, I watched, like, Cody Co stuff on it when he talked a lot about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't seen that stuff in a while. Yeah. Um, but he he touched on all, like, the altcoins and how, like, he, like, would just mention a coin and it would get pumped and dumped. Yeah. in the Like, it was... Like nuts, like all these and all these celebrities too are like pushing Making coins, like genuinely. Is and it I one like Bitcloud. Bitcloud is another one where it's Bit, like Bit, 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 I can't even say it. Bitcloud is so sus. Like genuinely, it is a sussy baka, and I don't like it. But a, oh like God. any any sort of like altcoin right now on the market, like Logan Paul, love everything that he does, other than where he is in the crypto pool right now. Like if he was just like buy Bitcoin, buy Ethereum, Dogecoin to the moon, I'd be fine. But he's like, guys, like get up Starcoin. It's going to be the biggest thing in the world. Like all these things, like it's so scummy. Yeah. And I'm seeing I, so many people do it. Yeah. Even I'm pretty sure Mayweather at that fight had a coin on his trunks, which would have made him a frick ton of money. But it's like, 
so scummy because the only people that win in those situations are the, the creators team. and their friends. Mm-hmm. The people Be- at the top. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. ah, it just, it's such a weird, essentially the biggest thing about crypto that was so, in NFTs that's so cool about it is that it's um, decentralized. Yep. Right. And so it wasn't managed by a government. But then the people took that as it's really easy to scam. And now it's going to have to get regulated. And that sucks. So essentially, like the big why crypto was so important to our society, especially within capitalism, is now ruined because it was exploited. And we find that in so many things. But I feel like that's like everything, dude. Us humans take everything and exploit it. Within like a matter of time. Yeah. Exactly. If it's it's too good to be true, it usually is. Or the vice versa. If it's so good, why are you the only one that does it? Why are you the only one that like knows about it? Eventually, everyone's going to know about it. Yeah, that good. I mean, you find that in everything. Just crypto is different because of the regulation. Yeah, you can you can make a coin, push it out to your audience or someone or pay someone to do it, pump the coin to who knows where, and then the coin drops and you can just delete it off the internet and it's gone, untraceable, kind of. Yeah. And it's like, that's just not how it like was. That's not how you like to roll? You don't like to roll like dude. all it's, the money out there and then so, gone within a minute? It's so... Grab the bag and run? It's just wrong. It's it's it's, it's highway robbery. It it's, is. It's yeah. legalized yeah. highway robbery. Le- yeah. Like le- the only legalized bank robbery I want to be a part of is beating Logan Paul in a boxing ring. Okay. But outside of that, it's like, it's just so weird. Yeah. And for me, a Gen Zer, and I feel like a lot of us... Like in that space, I think a lot of us are happy to watch it like tank and fall. And honestly, the fact that old people never caught on because, dude, the amount of money old people get scammed out of, billions. Like they're already getting scammed by the tech support. Actually, you know what? We should make an episode of literally all the scams that we know about when it comes to like scams over old people and make a whole episode about it and just like list them all out. We could. Like it's, it's wild the amount of money that people are like... You need my social security number. You need this. You need a hundred thousand. I'm going to the. I'm, going, ima- I'm going to prison tomorrow. Well, nope. Here you are. Fifty fifty thousand in cash. You're like grandma. You had fifty thousand dollars in cash just laying around. What? Like, who? What? But just imagine if that was in an altcoin. Yo, just pump up, just pump up cat coin. Send it to the moon. And grandma's like, yo, I love cats. Yeah. And like, just finish. <laughs> yo, I love cats. <laughs> like. <laughs> Dude, it would yeah. just it would just be terrible. And like finding so many people that have lost like thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars doing this stuff. And I, it's so dumb. Yeah. I, I see it's hard because I see it as NFTs are something that's like you said, it was a really cool idea. It was something that I feel like blew up too quick for its own good. Uh, now we're trying to kind of take a couple steps back, but we can't because it's called the internet, which you can't take step back on like it just continues to go unless forward. it gets canceled unless then it just goes canceled. back down exactly it just goes back down it doesn't retrace it just stops and that doesn't I go like anywhere. that's what nfts did yeah but for me i want to talk about something important on the topic of nfts pumping and dumping and terrible people your ex-boss gary v <laughs> i was just about to say <laughs> went sicko mode on nfts uh-huh. because he did mention when he was first talking about nfts he's, yep. he said it he said 99 percent of these are going to be worth nothing and the one percent but then 
in the midst of all the stuff we found out about the environmental impacts and how much Ethereum is damaging to the planet and all these things, Gary Vee goes, yo, buy my sucky drawings. And I'm just sitting there like, how, how high are you? <laughs> what are you smoking? And can I have some when I'm at legal age? Yeah, exactly. I think it's, it, it's, it's hard because granted, yes, he was my boss. He's a like crazy business entrepreneurial person. His thing was that NFT doesn't actually have any freaking real value in itself, but the value of him leveraging himself to other people. But I get, I get that. That's how NFTs work. You know, if, if we made an NFT, $5. If Logan Paul makes an NFT, 5000 you know? But I don't understand why, like, like in the midst of, like Gary V, yeah. someone Gary V, someone who is the smartest old person I will mm -hmm. ever meet, because he does like he does things that are so like of the times, but he does them in a way where he just got off the Great Depression, <laughs> so he like doesn't care of the environmental impacts because no, he because like he didn't care about it when he was a kid, he didn't care about it exactly. So he just like goes like eh, like oh he uses much power as like all of New Zealand eh. Like, well, and I my NFTs aren't going to do that. Bad. Yeah, I honestly, dude, like, I I think there's a very small percentage of the population that thinks about that stuff. I think it's, it's bigger it's, than you think, though. I maybe it is. Maybe it's maybe it's bigger with your generation. Maybe it's with the the people that are. Uh, I think you call it woke, where you're like. Please never. That is, I hate it when anyone above the age of 27 says the word woke. I want to just punch <laughs> I, them and myself at the same time. I heard someone else say that to like another older person. I was like, my grandfather. Did it, someone I'll just say, say some, that? I'll say something. Like, like my, I will literally be talking to my grandfather and I'll say something like, did you know the ice caps are melting or something? And he'll be like, what are you? Woke? Look at all you and you're woke. I'm like, I am I am I am going to leave this room so hard you will not find me until I'm on Mars. Oh my god. And then yeah. he'll still call me woke. Yeah. I I I agree. I think there is something that he could have done differently when it comes to like pumping the brakes on NFTs for a second, but I also know that he just does not care. Like you said. And it's one of those things that he sees this is a way that he can leverage himself. Unlike before, where he could do all of these meetings, could do all of the conferences, could do all these things. Now he's had to do everything through digital and it's a lot harder. And he's able to find a way to still leverage himself amongst digital only, not in person. I feel like, like I think that's really cool because he's like built out like the whole 5D experience and stuff. Granted, like, do you even know how much the 5Ds cost? Like the, the say like marketing. 50,000 or something like that. It was like 20,000. Back when you were working there. Yeah. That was for like a day. So spend 10 hours with this dude. Now he's able to put that into a, a digital token and say, hey, you're able to like work with me for an hour. You're able to be on this call with me. Like when you're at his level of business and the people and the circle of influence that his sphere of influence that he works with on a daily basis that you can't put a dollar amount on because there's so much knowledge in business in his sphere. 
And so for you to be able to have just a second is what people would pay thousands of dollars for just for one day to be able to have that. Actually, it's so weird though, because like if I was in, if I was in his position, which again, I'm not probably will be soon, but like, please, um, no fold. Exactly. No fold, no fold to the moon Buy no fold coin today. Bro, we're going to get bought by Spotify. Exactly. It's going to happen. Boom. Done. The audio is going to peak there. That's going to suck. Yo. Uh, <laughs> They'll be like, yo, would they collapse sync halfway through the episode? <laughs> um, but I feel like at his level, you can pivot so uh-huh. fast. I feel like he could have just pulled like an Elon Musk type of tweet yeah. and said, yo, hey, we already minted all these. Like the damage has already been done, but we're going. I'm going to put all these in a wallet. They mm-hmm. might come back later as NFTs. I'm mm-hmm. going to donate x amount of money to an environmental organization and relief release these as like framed pieces yeah like hand drawn or something you know so it's still a one-off piece still exclusive still all these things but it he's thinking future not like super like present i mean that's like i I, we'll have a whole podcast talking about gary v but like I feel like that's like a lot of his brand. If he just yeah. go, like he'll just see an opportunity, go super hard at it, and then just like realize the repercussions. Like after everybody makes fun of him, like you know, like Gary Vee. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. If you're watching this, I'm gonna look at you straight in the face here. Look at me. We're looking at you. I don't wake up every morning and shoot my parents in the face, ever. But I'm still able to work hard, kind of. I know that video's gone now, but like maybe think through that again, pal. The Great Depression's over. Thanks. I'm going to sell all my belongings, literally live in a box, and I'm going to make it day after day. This is the Gary V hustle. Done. Dude, my mans would put a box on wheels <laughs> and sell that as a car. <laughs> Bro, you could be this tree. You could be that freaking tree over there. Trees don't move. You have the chance to Bro, walk. Yeah. Trees can't you got a stay mouth. the same. You got hands. You got an eyeball. You can make it. You can do it. Do it now. You're going to be successful forever. And you're like. It's, he's, his content's so interesting. Genuinely, yeah. like, so I saw him pop up. I see him pop up on my TikTok now. Ever since the whole shoot your face, shoot your parents in the face Bro. thing. His content's like weirdly tame now. It's like, should I go to college, Gary? Um, do you want to? No. Okay, then don't. Like, like, it's not like, you know, if I was thinking about it, my dog was dying right in front of me. Would I want to walk past him in order to get to my exam? No, I'd stop. I'd miss the exam and I'd fail college. You know why? Because there are things that I care about. <laughs> there are things that I care about. It's my dying dog in front of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Big. Bro, exactly. That, yeah, he, oh man, working for him was it was it was awesome. The dude is unstoppable, and granted, he's probably going to be one of the most successful people in our generation, like easily. He does what he does. He does his style, and we'll have to and, talk about it in, yeah. a, in a different podcast. Yeah. Um, sorry for totally just wow. cutting you off. Really? So you give me the worst ever transition period, and you're literally like, "Well, good talk, Matt. We're gonna move <laughs> on to section three. You're like, "All right, cool, well, class. We're done. Well, well, no, we- no, don't keep talking. We're we're gonna talk about that on another episode. So thank you so much for tuning in this week on No Faux Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
have somewhere to be. We have places to be, multi-million dollar deals. Bro, we always got meetings. We always got deals. Well, we actually have to leave this room to, <laughs> to attend a thing. I'm speaking. It's a seminar, probably. Wait, wait, you don't know. Speaking? Probably. If they hand me a mic, it's just going to be like this. Hey, guys, welcome back to the NoFo Pod. You know how it is. They, I don't think but they signed up for I want to wrap this up the same way that we always do on all these podcasts, except for the second episode because we forgot. I want the challenge. To, the challenge. Bruh. As quickly as possible, Matt, did you complete your challenge? No. And I did not either. Ladies and gentlemen, Operation Chicken Sandwich will be out by the end of this week, and his TikTok will be out momentarily. Some point. Yes. So, but I want to come back and say that I feel like we can just challenge Stack. You yeah. know, they'll come out when they come out soon. But what, what's your challenge for me coming, coming into this next week? This next week is for you to have a killer guest lined up for our first guest episode. Our first guest episode? I'm not going to say when. That way I don't want to like, prove anyone wrong or actually should we say when that way we have a deadline to be like yo by this podcast i feel like we'll keep them on their toes i feel like it'll keep them on their toes more if they're just like when they're gonna have the guests they're gonna have a guest okay, it's gonna okay. be epic first guess we have it's on you <laughs> boom boom done i then my challenge for you matt he tried. Every time he tries to run from his challenge, you, you, for you, <laughs> I want you, oh, if I have to find our first guest, then you have to direct the first episode of No Fold Hits the Town. Oh. So you have to pick what we're doing Okay. make, make it have happen. Have we told anyone? Hmm? We haven't told anyone that we're going to do that, right? Hmm? Nope. Bro. It's announced right here. No full. Bro, no breaking news. Two breaking news in one day. First, David Dobrik posting a vlog, and we're gonna be hitting the town. We're gonna be hitting the town. No fold weekly episodes and monthly. We'll be doing something crazy. Yeah, once and a month. Matt is gonna be the one that decides it. The first one. Yeah, but it's gonna be ongoing. We're gonna do this every month. So better, better be a big idea. Better be something fun. Okay, pressure's on. Here pressure's we go. on. And we have our TikTok and our YouTube video to still do. True. Here we go. That we're doubling up. That's what we'll call it. That's what you. This is the first right here. It just hit my mind. I was like, you know what? They always say you can either double up or double down with your bet. So we're doubling up. We're, doubling we're raising up. the stakes right here. Raising the stakes. Boom. And I, and I think I think we should I think we should get one out in June. You know? Oh yeah. June. So we got what's that? Two weeks. Yeah. Fifteen days. Yeah. 30 days past September, April, June, and November. So be yep. here for days. first Boom. episode of No Fold Doubling Up. We'll, we'll be there. Are we going to call it Doubling Up? No, because why do we brand things? But you'll probably watch us. I don't know. We're just going to call it you Raising any, the you Stakes, You got any ideas? Bro. We're going to call it Raising the Stakes. True. Like, simple as that. Because We'll be out like, there. We'll be yeah, barbecuing we'll be and out, Raising the Stakes. Out there. <laughs> raising the Stakes. Thank you so much for coming to you the No awesome. Fold Podcast. Listening. Oh, my gosh. It's been great. But we got to go. Sign yeah, a deal with literally. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go now. Bye, guys. See ya.